Film Review Podcast with Tori Corker, Colin O'Sullivan, Marty Ryan and Sean Smith. So Colin, will Sheedy start with the same 15 he named against against uh, Wexford or will he make the same changes? Another basic question is Heffernan or Barry for fullback? Um, personally, I'd find it hard to drop Heffernan. Like, he was outstanding in the semi-final. You have to show a little bit of loyalty to lads that, that, that perform when, when they're brought in. Now, on the flip side, you have Colin Fenley, who's a traditional um, full forward. So from a matchup point of view, maybe, just maybe that but Barry might be a better matchup. I don't know. So Marty, would it be a horse for course or so? Like, just take this game as, as a fullback, Marty Fenley. is Barry the best man for that job, forgetting about every little thing. That went before, like, like if you're taking 2016 as your, as your, uh, as your typical James Barry performance on Colin Fenley, then absolutely. If if Barry can play the way he played in 2016, then absolutely start to full back. But I, I guess there's question marks over whether whether he he's still the player he was in 2016, or whether he has the confidence. He, his last two games weren't great. Sean, like, would it be a bit unfair on Barry? You know, I mean, he's been the main guy there for years. One bad game against Limerick, where he was put out of position, and next thing he's gone completely. Well, hundred percent. That Limerick game, like that's the game behind just looked through. Like our team, then that game was we we're all over the place for backs. There's nothing happened. Just we just lost control of the game. But it wasn't the only one like that was poor that day. But at the end of the day, I think I think we're the same fifteen. Barry will be named full back, but whether he is on the field or not. Is another thing to know. Again, Kenny are thinking the same way. Who are they going to name as their fullback? Who are they going to name as their full forward? They're like they're thinking the exact same thing. Like will Walter Walsh play? Like is Hong going to be the corner? Like you know, Donnelly will wing. It's hard to know who they're thinking the same as we are tonight. And it's at the end of the day, I think Tip Kenny's going to come out 15, 15 tactics are kind of going to be a bit not as tactically as other teams. It won't be the same as Limerick or the Waterford. It's not going to be more man to man to be six forward. TJ probably roam. We'll probably have a roamer as well, but. And Colm, are we giving them a little bit too much respect? You know, we're all, I know obviously we're not picking the team, but are we saying we're trying to see how we play our back six to Mark Kilkenny? I mean, Kilkenny haven't shut the lights out this year, you know. Um, do we really need to be set our whole team specifically to Mark Wakeford or, or Mark Kilkenny? Or should we just simply go out, name our best six and take it from there and adjust accordingly? I, I, I think Kenny haven't shot their lights out, but personally, I think if we get our matchups right in the backs, I, I think we might go to town on them. Like, I think that there's so much firepower up in our forwards that we we can actually hurt them. But to hurt them, we really have to get our matchups right in the backs. Like, you're probably talking, you're, or you're probably hoping that Brendan Marr picks up TJ wherever he goes. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. No matter what happens, like, you're going to cough up 120, 122, 23 in any game and win it. So you, can still, you can win a game by 10 points, you know. I mean, should we just accept that Finley would probably be getting for a goal, we're going to cough up 16, 17 points from play and then just go on and try and push on and play our own game up front and try and, um, and outscore. I mean, like, scoring 25, 26 points is not the hard uh, and a big, big achievement in the modern hurling. Uh, if it turns into a shootout, I think we win. But I, I don't think Kenny will leave it turn into a shootout. No, Kilkenny won't want it to turn into a shootout because I don't think they don't have the the, the firepower at all. Like um, T TJ TJ could score anything in a day, you know. But um, Walter Walsh is is maybe a three or four point man. Uh, Colin Fenley could get you a goal or two. Richie Hogan 
get, you're talking about lads that get you three or four points every time. You know, there's nobody, like, whereas we've got Jamie's a goal game at the moment, but Bubbles is capable of popping up with goals. John McGrath is capable of popping up with goals. Jason Ford can score goals. Our point of view is that we've missed leaders like going to score. No McGrath, but to get four points less to bring knock over score. We've, we're have we scoring from a half battling to score. Power Rowling gets that point to score. Brendan Mayer, we're a firepower ever, like to be honest, you know. Yeah, and if, if Barry Heffernan is playing cornerback, he's capable of, if, if he gets to run up the field, he'll carry the ball and he'll get a score too. Like, or, or Alan Flynn can do that too, so. Yeah, 100%. Personally, I reckon if Heffern starts, he's probably going to be half back on um, on Walter Welch, just on the size mar- um, matchup. But with all that in mind, shouldn't we setting up our team, number one priority is to make the most of all those high scoring players and not put our number one, our one priority into moving our six backs around into different positions just to curtail Kilkenny. I personally, I, I don't think I don't think our halfbacks are are going to get the space to score on on Sunday. Like if you've seen the the ferocity of that Kilkenny half hour line midfield against Limerick, I just don't think the space is going to be there for for everybody to uh, taking pot shots from eighty ninety yards. I think it's going to be the inside forward line that really does the damage. I I think Kilkenny are going to have to Kilkenny are going to have to keep three men in their full back line at all times, which I I think they got to. Kind of got away with that against Limerick because Limerick only really play Galan inside. You can maybe have maybe, you know, you can you can kind of push lads out and feel a small bit to to crowd it. Whereas if if we play if we play Shamey and John McGrath inside, they're going to need all three in there to try and watch the two of those. But they're obviously going to try and crowd out our midfield and our half hour line. That's kind of standard for the last fifteen years with Kinney. But are we better off just picking our back six straight half back line with the three matters? Heffernan or Barry um, in fullback and just play a strong six and let them do their own thing and say, look, you crowd it out, but we can't follow them back because what happens then is we leave space wide open all over the place and that's how we get beaten. Over, well, that's how we get a hammerings over and over again that we allow the opposition to dictate how our back six play. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah we, can't, we can't let our, our half-back line get sucked out the field. They have to... To kind of pick a line and and like and stay there. Now, I don't know, do you do you let do you let your man out the field and let him wander? Well, you read will end up covering up on their half back. He'd be hard back at points getting balls. Yeah. He, he will, but like, we're not no point final. There isn't like he's like, it's a fair effort to score. Like, the work to score from there. We still have three or four lines defence to get through. Like you know, it's let him let him have it there. Like. Yeah, the further he the further away he is from goal, I think the better. Yeah, even so, Marty. I mean, like he he's gonna pop pop up with a few scores anyway, and so is Richie Hogan, and so is Sydney. You know, I mean, like. But I think I think TJ is uh, is scoreless from playing his last two games. Yeah, yeah, he's played, he's played a different role. So leave leave him off and just say, look, yeah, we know he's either a going to be the upper front scoring forward, or B he's going to be a worker. He can't do both, even though he'd like to. He's just not quite. It's just it's too much work for one guy to do. But should we just leave him off? And say, look, okay, we'll accept that. They're going to score a certain amount of points anyway. We can't dictate our whole play just to stop TJ Reid. Stop TJ Reid, whole TJ Reid score us, and then lose the game because their other forwards are going to town because we're pulled out of position all over the place. Yeah, I think I think the way we're talking here, we're talking very defensive-minded and and, and stopping, stopping them from getting scores. But I, th- I think Eamon O'Shea, he, he plays an attacking style and our game plan will be around 
getting scores and making the most of not that we'll ignore the defensive side of things at all but we'll be looking to create scores rather than stop the other team score that's that's if you want to break it down in its simplest form we'll be looking to score as much as possible yeah and the only reason I think to talk about defence side is because we haven't a solid fullback line could say. that's why we're talking about it if we had our fullback steady we wouldn't be mentioning this it's going to be a question you know just because it's a topic around, you know, it's the word industry, who's fullback, who's cornerback, you know, who'll pick up TJ, who'll pick up Finn, you know, that's why. And, and, and like, Kil- Kilkenny have their, we know what the Kilkenny fullback line is going to be like, but there has to be as many questions about that fullback line, if not more than ours, because Absolutely, Paul, yeah, Paul, Murphy, Paul, Paul Murphy, like, I don't know if you remember the Galway game this year in, uh, in Nowland Park. I uh, think he got two yellows. He was sent off for persistent fouling just because he doesn't have the pace at all. Like his his pace is um maybe I'm jinxing things now, but he uh he he doesn't seem to have the pace. And poor old Joey Holden, like you know, um if Shamey gets any bit of space for the Joey Holden, it's it's just over the bar. So yeah, and Hugh Lawler is very green. He gave away that penalty against. Gillan, because he's a bit like he's a bit like Pawdy as a fullback. He likes to attack the ball, because I think they're they're used to maybe playing out the field a bit more. You know, sometimes you just need to bat it bat it away, or or whatever. But yeah. they're looking to attack the ball and go up the field, whereas that's not really a fullback. He tried to do too much hurling. Like if you look back yeah. at the the best Tipperary fullbacks, like look look at Paul Corn. Paul Corn probably never poked the ball more than thirty yards in his whole Tipperary career. Yeah, everything was just or block and hand pass. Yeah. Um, I, I would I would say one thing in 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 defence of maybe the Kenny full back line and especially Joey Holden. Like I know we've all fond memories of 2016 and uh, the absolute roast and shame he gave him, but he's been decent this year. Like he did, didn't he get a man of the match in the club final as well back in March? Like he's he's, he's not a bad hurler. That's he, he just he had a very uh, bad day in I, 2016. Did Colin Fennell not get man of the match in the club final? Maybe he did. Maybe maybe it was the county final. I'm thinking of, but he definitely he was. Um, you hurl okay, but again, club hurling is a is a, is a different different, different, yeah, different beast. 100%. Like you have like you have Michael Fenley was very good for for Ballyhale this year in their club campaign, but like you know he he wouldn't be he wouldn't be capable of playing inter county anymore because if he was he'd still be there. You know, I think it's fair to say like we we we've we definitely give them as much trouble as they're going to give us. You know, in terms of in the forwards anyway. Yeah. You know, so. So, do you have any feeling there might be you know, a shock star for like some uh, Willie Connors or Joe Brown or someone? No, anyone, no. any kind of inkling? No, no, I think that, no. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, did, to me, John McGrath owes us a performance after the semi final, and I, I think he'll start um, for that. Like, I, I don't know who else he'd really drop there. Oh, yeah, I just think, yeah. this is now we all kind of wonder, going, we're kind of so set and what. No one's even thinking like about. I mean, feeling six hours seem to be picked themselves. So have they like their paper? Yeah, if, like. if like if I had yeah. to pick a shock starter, like who who from the bench would I would I start? I'd nearly I'd nearly pick Mark Hill. Well, it's it's it's, it's more a case of more a case of who would you drop to? You know, I don't see any. But with that case, I don't know who you drop beyond that. Um, yeah. But um, but like I'm just saying, if if I was to pick somebody um, that I'd spring from the bench. Has a bit of a shock. It would be Marco because I think he's he's got of all the subs we have, he's got the bit of physicality that might be needed. Yeah. And I think was it um a league game in the league the the, the round the, the round game in the league in twenty eighteen. I think he played full forward, and I think yeah. it was two or three balls hit into him on the edge of the square, and he just 
cause absolute nightmares back there. Um, so yeah, but I, again, I don't know who you drop. Um, yeah. do, do, do you think Bubbles is going to start at eleven? Like he he caused carnage when he was inside in the corner earlier on in the year. I would imagine the best thing would be the same for forward line is twenty sixteen. You know, just, yeah, uh, yeah. Mugra and Kenny or Kellen. You know, I mean, the most most obvious thing. You know, I and I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't um, be against Kellen and Jason Ford rotating a bit, and and yeah. maybe maybe they are the options at centre forward if the two of them rotate, um, because um, Shamey's Shamey's done a lot of good hurling this year out the field. Um, yeah. And he's able to drift in. I mean, he started started his career in the half forward line and was able to get goals. Um, and his work rate is up so much this year. He's like a he's like a new hurler nearly. So well, well, get shaming on the ball, no matter where, just as as a priority, you know. So if he's not getting ball in the forward line, he has to come out nearly straight away, you know. I mean, yeah, you, you don't want him. Is that is, is that is that a kind of poetry? You don't need to just leave him in there for the off chance he gets one chance to score. You know, the more ball he gets, the more he scores. Yeah, he's scored from in there. He's he's great running away from goal as well. Scoring kind of run away and walk over his shoulder. So like he could be anywhere in the half hour line and pick up ball. But he he seems a different animal this year now. Like work rate has gone through the roof. Like he's hunting. He's coming out. It's, you know, it's great to see. Like to honest, and he's a captain as well. So this is his chance to bring the new character back to the rag. You know. I, I think the, he's, the captaincy has really suited him, actually. Um, yeah. He seems to, because I imagine it could be a huge weight on the lad's shoulders, but he seems to relish having that kind of... It's the same the same uh, back in 2013-2014 when Eamon O'Shea gave him the freeze. The extra responsibility seemed to really drive him on. Um, so I think that the captaincy has definitely... And you could see that back back in... Um, earlier in the Earlier in the league, even, I think he was... He was putting in a shift, even if the results weren't going our way. He was putting in a shift that was, you know, that was maybe not not seen for a couple of years. So, yeah, really, do a captain the draw, you know, just trying to yeah. be captain here and leading from the front. Yeah, wasn't wasn't worried about press conferences afterwards. It was like, you know, be captain on the field and on the field only, and don't worry about the rest. Yeah, and I think I think actually we seem to be very clever about uh, the uh, the whole press management. We we're not sending. Shamey to every interview. Um, Noel has done stuff. I think even Seamus Kennedy was involved in the um, in the All Ireland final media day. So yeah, you know, yeah. the, the shared around is not. It's not a burden on one lad's shoulders the whole time. You know, it's it's a, it's a good idea. No, and they were managed very well too because again, no sooner was the Wexford game over, over, and they had um the uh the meet and greet session in Toronto the following Tuesday you know so it was done and dusted whereas tr- traditionally we'd be having that probably tonight or tomorrow night you know you can you there last night hadn't you didn't they like you know down going on park yeah and actually um, dub- the Dublin footballers had theirs Monday night so it's just you know like they, they, they we're, we're like the Dublin footballers we got it done as early as we yeah. possibly could and we had a transition right above yeah. no one looking on behind closed doors job done not, no talk about it at all you know it's you know there's nothing dead like you know that's like, it's, it's, it's like this year it's a breath of fresh air this year there's absolutely nothing coming out of the camp whereas every other year you, you know you, you definitely you'd hear two or three days before a match who's starting like the James Barry being dropped for the semi-final 
I'd say very few people walking into Crow Park for the semi final actually knew that. No, it's about half an hour before the game, 45 minutes now, and it kind of filtered in. But that was just literally lads on the sidelines saw it like it was obvious now. But other than that, it wasn't the world. Uh, but there's an awful lot less uh, bullshit rumours coming out too, which, yeah. um, like, that was a thing for a couple of years there where it was like just nonsense. Like, I don't know where it was coming from. I think, um, Shinron. Shinron, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. How how are Shinron doing there? They they still intermediate, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, they, 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 they the county aren't going great anyway, not for a fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My heart bleeds. But like even even on that though, you know, Jesus, tip supporters were as bad as anyone for rumors, you know. I mean, like we were we were happy to oh, yeah. and spread them and talk about, you know. I mean, Jesus. Oh, yeah. let, let, you know, they'd nearly be looking for the rumors, or did you hear something and they couldn't wait to get it up on the couldn't wait yeah. to get it up on the forum, you know. Lads, did you hear such and such? And like that doesn't help anybody. Even back in the time time Larry Terry, like I mean, like Jesus, even Tomas Mulcahy was getting on the axe on the Sunday game, you know. I mean, like it was just it was a free, a free for all, like you know, it was like. You don't want to say a word against Kikini, but Jesus, Tipper, like, yeah. you know, you're ready to work away. But they're like, they're, they're like, they're away with it, you know, they're not taking away with it most counties, but, but uh, you don't see um, former tip players getting on the radio, jumping to the defence, you know, like, to me, right or wrong wouldn't come into it. You should get in and back your man in the story. Yeah, yeah Kikini, Kikini are great at getting lads in the media. Um, and, and not even, like, say, the likes of, so Jackie Tyrrell and Eddie Brennan are, are on the Sunday game and the likes, but God, uh, Eddie Eddie Kerr and one of the O'Connors, whichever one. Willie O'Connor, they roll him out every August before the all earned. We just actually haven't heard anything from him yet. Do you remember back when, um, remember Gerlach then was doing, was training some team in Dublin and doing a little five minute feature and he made a joke that's predictor hadn't, Tommy Walsh might be behind you. Jesus Christ, he had a meltdown about it, like, you know, that did the only apologize saying Tommy's the dirty player and, uh, She's even um the interview with it was actually it was Babs in fairness some um not not really care who's the other fella the other fella they all roll out oh Jesus match of the day or off the match to be honest oh Hennessy is it no yes 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 and it was himself Babs and someone and some an interviewer like and next thing you man when the Hennessy went off in the fake and rent about Tommy Dunn and who he was getting and Babs goes hold on a second now nobody mentioned Tommy Dunn being dirty here today only you. You brought it up, you know. But again, he was just. But by the end of it, Jesus, lads were nearly afraid to give a free against Tommy because Jesus, how, you, you don't you don't want to be you don't want to be seen to be thinking Tommy's dirty. So we all know Tommy never done a dirty belt in his life, you know. Joe here the surely get a run for for the match. Oh, would, would he go ahead without him? I I reckon like I I I don't watch it because like I'm I'm twenty seven years Tom. of age and not forty seven, but. Uh, <laughs> What you call? I, I I imagine Joe Hayes is wheeled out even when Tip aren't playing. I reckon he just shows up. <laughs> he just shows up. And, <laughs> but um, Ashford, over the match is just comic relief. Like Jesus, it's it's it's, it's tough viewing. You know it is. My my, my favorite part is when he asks the kids who he thinks is going to win. I mean, they they always go they always go for their own county. Funnily enough, <laughs> shock. <Yeah. laughs> who's who's going to win? Tipperary. Why? Because they're the best. Hey. <laughs> 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 well, actually, you know what? It's a bit like the fucking Sunday game analysis of Aaron. It's actually <laughs> probably better. Actually, I think yes. actually, yeah. I'm getting confused. I'm getting confused with Dignan. So, Michael, who will win? Kenny, why, why, Michael? Because you're the best. Because <laughs> just, cause just imagine uh, some kid on the Sunday game now being asked who's going to win, and they're going to say 
Tipperary and why do you think Tipperary? Because Kilkenny are the last bastion of British rule left on this island. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny because it's true. <laughs> what do you guys reckon about support on Sunday? Like we've probably been outnumbered um, every game this year. Do you reckon we're going to be outnumbered on Sunday or will we travel? Oh, no, I think I, no, we'll outnumber them. I, I think we'll... They won't go. 90 hour ticket for Kenny people. You're mad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kenny are, are training in Club Park tomorrow for the, cause for the men. For tickets, the men for training is so high. <laughs> <laughs> the buses are down from Belfast, are they? They're all the entry boys are down for a lesson in uh, manliness. But um, what you call it? No, I thought what was interesting is um, at the Kilkenny train session last night. They were actually selling uh, terrorist tickets at the training session. And then today you had a few Nelly tickets went up online. And I'm just yeah. wondering, is there a connection there? Where yeah. did, did they fail to, to get rid of some of their terrorist tickets? Because I don't know, my, my, uh, my, my idea of your typical Kilkenny fan, or at least the ones I seem to see a lot, are a bit too old for standing on the terrace anyway. So, yeah. would there be less demand there? And that's where those Nally teams Nally seems to be always last one dished out on it. That seems to be held back. It's always Nally on sale. It always seems to be, you know, it's kind of a thing held back. Like, whether Tip just didn't want to take them or what, you wouldn't know. Like, because I know his hill tickets come to order off or not. I didn't see one Nally, like, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and of course, um, if they only get an extra thousand tickets, I think it is because yeah. they're in the money. So, they get 11,000 then, don't they? Around that. So, we have about 10. Yeah. About that, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the season tickets are separate. Yeah. Tonight, though, I think they're coming back online even tonight. This morning, now we were texting around saying who's what. Uh, but tonight, I'm getting texts saying, Are you still looking for two two available here? Or people saying, I just, I mean, the club draw here, I got section 701 when I take them, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, and people are yeah. in the back. So it's typically, Kenny, it won't sell out, you know. No, it doesn't have the neutral uh, interest that, that the last couple of years had. Which yeah, I definitely. I think is absolute nonsense because like I mean you're guaranteed a good game when Tip and Kilkenny meet. A hundred percent nail on the head there, Marty. Like if you look back 2009, 2010, 2014, they were probably three of the best all Ireland finals ever. That that drawing game in 2014 is just I mean okay if you're into defensive play you'd probably yeah. be horrified at it. but geez, it's brilliant to watch back. It's just yeah. Go, 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 score, score, score for 75 minutes. It's just. I actually, I watched back the 09, 10, and 14 over the last week or two. Jeez, lads, we're fair unlucky in 09, and we're fair unlucky in 14. Like in 14, La rattled the post as well. And in 09, you had PJ Ryan making wonder save after wonder save. Yeah. Actually, Gary Ryan, Gary Ryan drilled over the bear, but for about 16 inches over the bear. From, from yeah. They just did straight for the goals, you know. Just that was, that was 2014, up, you know? wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, Cody's legacy could be looking a lot worse than than it is at the moment. If um, it, it's it's funny. Like if we if we win on Sunday, uh, the All Ireland Finals between Tip and Kilkenny uh, under Cody, it's uh, it's three all if we win. It's it's three all, but it's two one to Sheedy as well. That's well, <laughs> that too. Yeah, and that's, and that's more important. It's more yeah. important. You know, but like even 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 at the three all, there's this thing about like. I mean, nobody else could beat him in an Ireland final, you know? Yeah. yeah. Not since Cork in 2004. Cork, Cork had beaten him in... Four, four, sorry, yeah. Four, four, yeah. Four, yeah, it was Galway in 2005, yeah. Galway and Cork. Um, so, 
she she has has only last to or not she Cody has only last to uh to tip in Cork and Honor in finals. I'm right in saying that. That's a, that's a mad statistic. Right? He's actually in what, 16, 17 finals? Uh is this his This is seventeenth, I think. I'm sorry, sixteen. Seventeen, and he's like, going for his twelfth yeah. win. That's that's great. If you're it's Cody, I would have to say he's definitely, definitely above average. <laughs> I think we'll agree <laughs> slightly. <laughs> but did, did, did I hear another statistic that he's after winning thirty percent or thirty three percent of all Kenny's all earns or something crazy like that? Something but... mental or involved with him, and that that includes the player as well. I think. Yeah, he's 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 eleven. Won his manager out of thirty six, and he was there in the eighties. He was yeah. captain in eighty two or eighty three. So he'd have he must have three or four All Irelands as a player himself. So, jeez, yeah, yeah. And he'd, he'd hear it back then as well. You think he'd have enough now, and he'd just piss off and leave us alone? <laughs> who do you think is big? Who's fear? Who's team do you think is the biggest fear of losing? Like, is if Tip Kippet is this then for some of these players or kind of way? Like, you know, that's <laughs> the, the speed I have on the street. Kind of way. Yeah, that's 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 a good question, Sean. Like, yeah, if you look at a few of the hip boys, they're there for a long time. Like, Shamey's there since when? Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight, and a few yeah. boys since yeah. two thousand nine. But yeah, like, was it Corey, Brendan, and Noel? Was Noel two thousand nine? Noel came in. Oh no, would have been there. No, would have been there. Yeah, he would have been there. And I think Mickey Carl came in there. But it is like the lads that are involved in Sunday. It's uh, Brendan, Paddy, and Noel. They're the uh, and Jamie. It's the four yeah. of them are the old, the, the old folks. But yeah, after that, then I think like Jason and Bill came in around 2013, 2014, yeah. thereabouts. Yeah, so yeah. they're not, not an old team as people like to make yeah, out. Well, it's you know? just their backbone is kind of the same. Few yeah. people know it. That's the way you kind of look at, it, isn't it? Like, it's... would would you would you yeah. look at Kilkenny? You look at Kilkenny's backbone, and it's TJ, and it's Walter, and it's Richie Hogan. Yeah. And they're all about the same age. I mean, uh, TJ and Richie are both older than Shamey, or at least the same age as Shamey. And Walter yeah. was a minor in 2009, I think. So, Yeah, and TJ Reid is captain in 2010. I only know if that's the other day, actually. That was a kind of a mad one. So, yeah. He must have been very he's captain again yeah, on Sunday. No, he's mad, like, nine years apart. And, like, it's, it's a strange one. Yeah, I can, I, I can like, TJ was hurling senior with Bally Hale. Um, in two thousand six and seven, because I remember he scored a penalty against Toome in the club semi final in two thousand seven. Good man, good man, He's keep he's around against Toome. <laughs> you, you won't get a chance to give for a hundred. Two thousand seven wasn't the year of that um that missing um camcorder was it? Missing camcorder. Missing, missing video after maybe um, and off the ball. It's probably sitting above in the upper anyway. stand somewhere. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Stuck to the roof, yeah. <laughs> so I'll kick it off now, boys. Another big contentious issue there as well. Um, ticket prices now they've, they've got up to five euro from last year. If it was eighty five up to up to uh, eighty to ninety, 90. they've got up a tenner. Tenner, is it? Yeah. Um, for the people that are getting too excited about this, but what's really driving people mentally is the, the juvenile tickets aren't available. So a lot of people kind of feel if they've been paying five euro all year round, they should be getting juvenile tickets again for the final. Um, I, personally, I don't think it's that's uh, that reflection on what happened. Like you know, I mean, they were given a reduced price ticket to get kids in because they were empty seats. You know, so it's it's not like they took the kids' tickets and charged into euro. You know, does anyone yeah. see the game or or, or 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 the GA just 
are they just being tight or are they taking the piss or is it? There was never there was never uh, kids tickets available for an All Ireland final before, so I don't know why it's such a big issue this year. I think it's because the the prices went up. Like they all went Maybe, up to five. Yeah. So that's that's why. But yeah, I I don't know. Look, it's supply and demand. Like it's 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 the biggest game of the year. Like it's only one game. Like you're getting great value for the rest of the games. Like it well yeah, and it's it's it's. It's ninety euro for one of the biggest, probably the biggest sporting event in the country every year. I mean, yeah, geez, a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of events even, are similar. Even, even in, in Europe, how, how many, how many sporting events get eighty two and a half thousand people? Um, it, yeah. into them, like you know, you're you're talking European Cup finals, and oh, okay, maybe Barcelona's home games, whatever, but. And if yeah, and if they do, they're getting way more money than what Crow Park's going to make Sunday. They're probably getting exactly. You know, they're getting double the amount, triple the amount. You know, they're yeah. getting seven million. But then you have to look at the value at other times of the year. Apart from that, are fine. League games are free for kids. Five or stand yeah. take it up long. It's you know like giant scheme of things. It's expensive, but when you break it down, like it is good value up along. Like, oh yeah, I was just going to say. I guess it's playing into the whole grab all association money used to be floating about, like. You'll have lads using the whole Sky deal as another stick debating with just because ah, they, they, they want money, etc. But it's not. It's like it's it's good value. Even Sky, Sky is showing extra game. That's not that's not a bad deal either. There are only four exclusive hurling matches in Sky this yeah. year. There was between RTE and Tina G. There were seventy one live matches shown. Yeah, and that you could watch for free. And Sky done four hurling matches exclusive, and people lost their shite over that, you know. Which wouldn't be on television. It was just excuse. Exactly, yeah. it was giving people an opportunity to see it, and you don't have to put up the absolute crap analysis that's on the Sunday game either. And they were Saturday evening games. So we were watching yeah. one of them in the pub. It was a Saturday evening, so like people in the pub anyway. Like, and you know, it wasn't like it was a Sunday prime, four o'clock, two yeah. o'clock, family after having dinner. You know, it was Saturday evening games yeah. that probably were not going to tell you otherwise. Like, so. Yeah, Leinster, and I mean, if you look at the attendance of the Leinster games, it's it's not yeah. like they were sold out and people couldn't watch the match. I mean, people didn't bother going to the matches and then complained when they couldn't get it beamed live, free at home, sitting on your arse. You know, I mean, yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't. You know my opinion. That, that, like, you know, you know my opinions on yeah. lads going to games and not going to games. What my thoughts are there? Yeah. Your opinion, Marty, is go to county, don't bother going to club. That's that's <laughs> that's, that's totally it. I've actually, I've actually never been to a club game. <laughs> <laughs> Only funny because it's true. <laughs> I, I, like, I would go if I knew my, where my club was, but who? who? <laughs> I know. Anybody know what my club is? No. They are finding on Sky again this Sunday. Is it? I presume Sky have it again, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I think they usually do. They do. Yeah. So, because like, I know they've relations over there in America. I mean, for Sky, they wouldn't be watch any games, like you know. So yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, go. I suppose it's good if you're outside the country too. Yeah, and if we're a bit, yeah, for tech seven, yeah, yeah, he's actually fair to yeah. the ball, which is a good idea. But like, will GA ever have a channel themselves? Like, is that? Oh, you'd love I I thought they were heading there uh, with the um with the GA now thing that they launched this year. Yeah, but I I thought kind of like because I've been on about like a Netflix for GA where they just upload all the matches. Yeah. but it's only like highlights, ten minute highlights, and it's like oh, that's not. You know, but un- unless it's unless it's free, people are going to lose their shit over. So, you know, that's well, that's, it that's could be a fiver a month. People won't pay for they it. They would yeah. just say, yeah. "Not at all." They take offence that GA should be uh, giving this for free because they're amateur players. Therefore, I should get to watch it for free. 
yeah. how I don't know. I don't, I don't understand the correlation myself, but that's just the way people think about these things. It's, just, it's, it's, it's an Irish mentality. Now, one one thing I would just I guess going back to the ticketing, I I would feel sorry for a family of three or four who do have to pay three hundred odd euro for tickets, but yeah, at the same time, it is it's it's still that's, that's you can get three or four together in the first place, which seems to be. Impossible, nearly. Unless yeah. their season tickets are grouped, like otherwise you're not. It's not happening. You know? Yeah, that that's the problem. Having a big family, like if I went to McDonald's in the morning, it's going to cost me eight quid. If I bring a wife and three kids, it's going to cost yeah. me forty quid. Like you know, yeah. I don't go up and say that it's, it's unfair that I'm paying forty quid. Like yeah, you're it's it's five times the amount. So that's that's yeah. that's the issue. There yeah, with the price, you know. Yeah, and and I think somebody was somebody in the forum today even brought up like uh, a family of three or four to go see Ed Sheeran, like. And there's no complaints now. Obviously, if you go to scalpers and or Seatwave or something, you'll you'll pay an absolute fortune. But, uh, it, like yeah. to see Westlife or Ed Sheeran or something in Croke Park would be the same as an All Ireland final ticket. And to be honest, you're going to get better value for money at an All Ireland final than you will. Yeah, yeah. Even price certain. I saw price certain. Tata Park is 146 euro for two adults and two kids or something. You know, like which is sound astronomical. One thing that does give me a little bit of ire in relation to tickets is like it's the same price for a ticket down in the the Davin stand as it is in the centre of the Hogan or the centre of the Hogan. Yeah, that's that's, that's an right. issue, yeah. And the people would mind paying more for it either, like. Yeah. Yeah. There would there would be an opportunity for the genius to make more money if they just done it yeah. properly and say, look, like, because some people would just grab any ticket cheapest just to get in, whereas other guys would be more than happy to spend fifty quid extra to get a right good seat, you know. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're going to be sitting behind the cup and seeing the presentation in front of you, that's that's worth a lot of money compared to sitting above it and hearing about it. <laughs> but even even yeah. um, I, I I've given out about the the lower Devon and on a number of occasions, it's not a great spot to watch to watch a match because you're you're behind that big net, and I think it's and and sitting down, it's different than the hill. I think the hill the hill is fine when you're standing, but. Got sitting low down on the Devon, looking through that net down the field. It's it's it it you shouldn't be paying the same price as somebody who's sitting in the middle of the Cusick stand. You know. It, oh, absolutely not. No, no. Yeah. Fact. Um. No, like it's, yeah. But people wouldn't have a problem with that either. Like if it's categorized, like every other sport and world is categorized. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not that hard. It's like and they have the facilities. They have the style. Seats are numbered. There's no like. There's no problem. Like it's not. So, and then you like if I hand two lads two tickets tomorrow for Upper Devon and hand another lad two lads two one for Hyde Hogan and they're giving me the same money like yeah you know? yeah and like even 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 smaller venues like fuck it if you go to the National Concert Hall in uh, in Dublin like what it holds like a thousand people or whatever and the the there's tiered prices there and you go online and you 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 pick your price price band and like if they're able to do that for a small venue like that the GA absolutely could do it for. They could of course the the, the marquee do it. Mar- marquee the treat your pricing, you know, and it's a fucking the door of a tent. Yeah. And they can do it, you know. And then yeah, that was solved then the kid thing maybe like if the Devon was only forty tickets, then families might feel okay, four forties, hundred. And the lower Devon yeah. is, is generally where family tickets go. Um yeah, that's yeah. where the bus load of kids from 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 GA clubs, that's where they get their tickets is for the lower Devon. So yeah, I think that would definitely be the I, I'd be happier to pay like I wouldn't mind paying extra for my Q's extend ticket if uh, and then kids were able to get in cheaper in Lord Heaven. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah, see, it, it, it is very hard to get a balance, though, you know, because you'll still have it won't solve the issue for the All Ireland because there won't be, there'll be no kids available 
and it'll still drive people nuts. Yeah, that's true. Although there is there is a few family tickets available on the hush hush, but it's all like it's who you know rather than what you know. I guess. Yeah, it's who you know, and you're there, but it's just no one knows there. But you're there, like you know. That's wrong too, like you know, because again, yeah, that's they're looking after people, you know. Yeah. It's not yeah. like just a draw for them, you know. So that that they should be there at all, really, you know, because again, oh. why are some people getting those tickets? Has everybody everybody here sorted? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Lifting the cup, if you say me. Oh, you're you're in the the lower Hogan, are you, Sean? Yeah, somewhere there now. Hopefully, all go well. Nice. Be right. Anyone on the, anyone on the panel this year? A good singer. We had Fessy back in twenty ten. Brendan Mayer is an unreal singer. He can play. What can he play? Is he play the flute or he can play the the guitar, the banjo, the drums. Banjo. Yeah. He get he get a tune out of. He gets you an old event, I think. But uh He's a one man bent, like on Hurley, you play him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just one of those he's just he's just one of those really infuriating people that's just talented at anything to try. The absolute opposite of me. <laughs> the antithesis of Marty. The, the only other thing is club scene. The club scene fixtures come out today, but it's probably not the week to talk about the club scene. No, I'll leave it off next week. Yeah. Typical county man. <laughs> what you call it? Um, just just slightly on the club before we wrap it up. Um, there is one really tasty one that I didn't notice until afterwards. As uh, a and Sars. Yeah, we lose, we're gone. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, Kilowan, we would have lost two. Did you lose your first round game? Did you? Yeah, all bitters. Yeah. What'll happen if you go down to Seamus Oreen? Intermediate, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, the question is if they go down to Seamus Arene will the Swans play him at Seamus Arene or will they so we'll be in we'll be in Dan Bream Marty it's all want us sure <laughs> sure <laughs> so you lawyer up you lawyer up <laughs> and I presume the other game that could presume like Kilnall will probably beat Herog but you wouldn't know like Kilnall beat Herog it's a strange one like it could help that could be doing a favour there as well like I, I don't know. I'd nearly fancy a rogue and a carpet in that. And that's it for this week's podcast. Tune in next week for we'll analyze the ins and outs, ups and downs, and how we won't leave McCarthy.